Under dresses. Amazing. So good. Get out of here. Sometimes I wake up, I see a girl, and I see a little wind comes up into the dress, and I'm like, oh my God, I'm hard. Oh my God, I want to put my penis in that. One time, dude. Oh, one time, dog. I felt like I did this shit with my brain, bro. It was so fucking cool, right? I was getting ready. I was getting dressed in the parking lot of California Pizza Kitchen. This is when I worked at the one in Long Beach. And I'm putting my fucking shirt and tie on. And it was a gusty, windy day. I see this couple walking in to the front. And the girl, who I could tell had a great butt, she was walking in like a flowy black skirt, right? And I'm watching them. And the whole time, I'm like doing this. Blow up. Blow up. Skirt. Blow up. And right before they went in, skirt, the wind blew her skirt up and I saw her butt. And I was like, yes! I did that shit with my brain. And that's when his career popped off. (laughs) (laughs) Everything he put his mind to, it happened. Yes. Speaking of, the other day, I also saw a bunch of free cakes, but I almost threw up. Why? Because it was a 300-pound dude on a tiny little bicycle. (laughs) And have you ever seen, like, two pieces of bread that aren't cooked yet? Like, it just, (laughs) like, uncooked dough risen up? (laughs) It looked like that. And the guy... Dude, Mariel, I didn't even see it at first. She goes, I see her in the car driving to our friend's house yesterday. She goes, oh my God. <laughs> I was like, what, what happened? What happened? She goes, you didn't see it. I was like, see what? I look to my right. Dog, I'm t- his pants are literally at like the end of his butt. Yeah. And his ass is huge. <laughs> Just disgusting. Gross. This reminded me of, and I don't remember what show this was, but they're talking about a dude's flat ass, right? And they're like, this man looked like they poured his ass out of a can. <laughs> uh, sometimes, like, when you're on Instagram, like, there's a funny video that comes up, right? Yeah, yeah. But the video in itself is kind of funny, but the comments below it are even funnier. Oh, the best. There's this video of this dude that my buddy Khalif sent me. It was, like, a this guy who, um, he's, like, half white and half black. But he's mm. upset. He goes, everybody who looks at me, they go, oh, you're, like half white and half he goes no shit right and the comments below that roasting him had me in tears laughing yes I know exactly who you're talking about he has like black features but blonde straight hair yeah yes and they were like somebody said Scarlett Johansson looking about him (laughs) (laughs) he's like called him a African they said (laughs) bruh there was a roast uh, one of the Comedy Central roasts (laughs) it was Nikki Glaser super funny and she was talking about fucking um Blake uh, Griffin. Blake Griffin. She's like, Blake Griffin, she's like, oh my God, first of all, you're so hot. But she's like, Blake Griffin looks like <laughs> a printer was printing out a black guy and ran out of ink. <laughs> 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 That's fucking funny. They went in on that dude, man. I was cracking up at the comments, man. I forgot what one of them had me fucking done. They said that. He was like, this motherfucker looked like segregation. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I was like, Doc. This is so stupid. Would you like a drink? I would. This is Crown Royal Apple um, in a can. Um, I bought it because it is green and today's technically still uh, 
St. Patrick's Day. Y'all don't have to know that. But uh, yeah, here you go. I don't know what the flavor is. I don't know if it's a green apple. And I don't know, but this can is fucking beautiful. It is a beautiful can. It's, it's really nice. Uh, this is like one of the best designed fucking cans I've ever seen in my life. It's textured? Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Crown Royal always just does things pretty in a pretty way. You oh, it's straight up whiskey in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think it's like 100% whiskey, is it? No, 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 no. But there's Canadian whiskey in here. Crown Royal, dog. Wow. Oh, oh. Ooh, Crown whiskey. It's Canadian whiskey, apple, cranberry, and other natural flavors. And carbonated. Oh, this smells fantastic. Hold on. I, I just trimmed my fingernails, so I can't. Hold on a second here. Okay, got it. There it is. Cheers to you, David So. Smell that. It smells fucking crazy. I will. That's what she said. <sighs> oh. Oh. Oh, this just tastes like the like apple crown royal. But with carbonation. This is this is a bad idea. This is really good. This is like one of those things that you just get smashed. You can't even really taste the like the, the you can taste the whiskey, but it tastes more like you're just getting whiskey flavor and yeah. not the alcohol. This is a fun cocktail. This is great. This is a really fun cocktail. Wow. Robin Couch, you should have one of these. Ooh. You're definitely selling it well. It's uh it's delicious. Oh. And guess what? Apples are vegan, so there yeah, you go. But do you know the bugs that are killed <laughs> in order to fertilize this apple? Women aren't allowed to eat apples since Eve fucked it up for us. Oh, that's true. Oh, that's true. What an idiot. Stupid fine ass Eve, dude. <laughs> Just putting that apple into her vagina. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think that's how it happened in the Bible. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Because of her, we don't get to walk around naked anymore. Hey, I'm not complaining if they did. My then, friend. I'm a, oh. <laughs> oh, 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 oh shit! Oh, I fell out. Have you seen the trailer for the uh, live-action Little Mermaid movie? I saw a lot of upset people in the comments on uh, the YouTube. I think they are the people that were upset initially are probably eating their words because that shit looks beautiful. I don't understand what the problem is, people. Yeah, you know what? It's so silly. Who like, cares? Who it's, the fuck cares? Like, I'm. There's like things that if I don't understand what I like to do is try to understand it. Yeah. But I don't get this one. Like, well, I guess because it's for certain people, it's like nostalgia. They want to see what they saw as a kid, right? Yeah. But that's not what the comments are saying. So I'm like, if that's not it. Sometimes I feel like it has to be like, you know, like bots or something. Because this doesn't seem like real people are writing this shit. You know what it is? I think what the internet has shown us is that there are so many dumb people in the world and there's so many people that are just so different, dog. And like a lot of old ass people know how to use the internet now, mm. you know, a lot of old fashioned ass people who just didn't know how to Facebook before all over that shit. Like in terms of The Little Mermaid, it's a Disney movie. It's also about a mermaid. Like it I don't exist. Who the fuck cares if the Little Mermaid is black. And, you know, she still has red hair. I think that's the most important part. She mm. still has her red hair. And here's the thing. She fucking, sings hella she, good. <laughs> her voice is like next. Like, it's like the perfect voice for this shit, you know? Maybe it's because we like music so much. Yeah. I'm, I don't give a fuck what you look like. Dude, her voice. So good. Chloe and Halle Bailey got some of the best voices in the game. So um, good. They're so fucking talented. Um, they're so hot, both of them. Um, 
And I never understood the people that are upset at the Little Mermaid. It's just, it's so uh, stupid. There's one comment, like, it was so inherently racist yeah. that it made me laugh because it was like, <laughs> it was like, first Captain America's black. Iron Iron Man is now black. Now you have Mermaid being black. I'm like, dog, what are you, what are you watching all this kid shit for, dog? <laughs> <laughs> Old ass motherfucking Why are you pressed, down, bro? Like, so fucking dumb. Who it, cares? It, it's so silly. I just don't get it, man. What is a fucking, this is not like a black history movie, dog. It's a fucking mermaid. It's not dude. a white history. It's not a black history. Like, it's just, it's just a, it's a, and okay, look. The the people that really want to get into it, they would say like, oh, The Little Mermaid is based on some like, I don't know. It's like a Nordic yeah. uh, folklore. Yeah. But I saw some TikTok breaking it down. I forget what the fuck the science was, but it, it made it made sense that she was black as well. If you really wanted to get technical with it, you know? It's like you shouldn't even have to get that far, dude. Like it's it's literally a movie about something that doesn't exist. I don't care. I mean, mermaids are real, but oh, this yeah, is a bad. fictional tale. <laughs> this is the part where you get offended. Ooh, it's a fictional tale. Tail. Oh. They have tails, dude. Blow up the skirt. <laughs> blow, blow, blow up the skirt. Blow up the gills. Blow, blow, blow up, up the, the gills. gills. Have her fucking fish pussy open up. <laughs> Give me that fish puss. Wait, no, no. She's really young in this movie. Oh. <sighs> yeah, okay. Well, the Little Mermaid, technically, I think when... It was made, she was like 16. Yeah, which is... Okay, yeah, okay, okay, fine. Okay, so when we're talking about hot Disney characters, they are legal, okay? They are 35 years old. <laughs> Our hot Disney characters are 35 years old. Yeah. And plus, when we watched Little Mermaid, we were like six, so we're allowed to think 15-year-old mermaids are hot. Yeah, that means they're fucking 50. <laughs> so who are you getting mad at? So do you remember being like eight years old or whatever? Because I remember watching Little Mermaid, and then the part where they she gets her legs and she's naked for like two seconds swimming through the water being like, oh my God, she's naked. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I was eight. <laughs> and I did not think of that. You know what the funny thing, I feel like a lot of young boys did. I think I was just really late to all this shit. Yeah. I didn't really start having like crazy crushes on girls until later in life. Oh. I just was just fucking doing shit. Just playing Pokemon, eating sandwiches. Yep. And just... <laughs> I just had the dumbest fucking visual in my head. It just be fat as fuck with my shirt, with my belly button showing. Just playing Pokemon and one of these by myself. Oma! More sandwiches! Shut up, are you fat? <laughs> you too fat! You have a too much of sandwich! Dude, there's this episode of South Park where all the boys get into like gaming and shit. Like, so they're downstairs like fucking playing this video game for hours and hours and hours. They're trying to break some record. And so they're getting like fatter and greasier and they're playing. And you know, Cartman's mom, she's always like super babying him, right? So he's playing his game. He's like, mom, like snacks or whatever. She brings him snacks. And then like, she's like, mom. And then he has to shit. So he's playing his game. And he's like, mom, because he has to shit. And she gets behind him with a little trash can. And he like, just like shits all over her <laughs> while he's playing the video game. Fucking disgusting, man. <sighs> but yes, Black Little Mermaid looks lit. Uh, I think it looks amazing. And, um, you know, people are stupid. I online is very weird, dude. I get really exhausted now, too. I don't know if I should be able, if I if this is, like, something I'm allowed to say. But I'm a little bit tired of everybody. Every time somebody asks for, like, an interview or they want, they always want to talk about my race and, like, representation. It's like, dog, oh. can, can you just talk about my life growing up? Like, <laughs> like, why is that the first thing that, like, they want to make everything so racially charged? It's like, listen, I'm— 
and, and when I tell you about my story, you're going to hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're, you're trying to do this angle where yeah. it's like, why you felt like I was never represented. Right. Yes, no, I felt perfectly fine growing up. Yeah. So, and they don't want to hear that story. I know. So it just bothers me, man. Like, I just yeah. leave me alone, dude. Like, let me just fucking <laughs> live, please. Just... Leave me alone is so funny. <laughs> yeah, when go it's, away. When it's be... <laughs> go away. Yeah. Go away. Tell me about your Asian struggles. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that now. Uh, Yeah, man, I actually I did a college show, you know, recently and um, and they were like, is there anything you don't want to talk about? And I was like, well, look, it's not that I don't want to talk about it. If it gets there, it'll get there. But um, I like to keep it light. Um, I don't immediately don't don't immediately go into it asking me about like Asian people getting beat up. You know what I'm saying? It's like I don't want to just like I don't want to be the whole vibe, you know, Um, but I get, you know, we you know, the thing is, there's not a whole lot of Asian representation at this point, shit's beginning to pop off. We're winning awards, but I feel like everyone feels like we should be constantly talking about it because there's not a lot of Asian voices. Hey, we did right? it enough. <laughs> We've been doing it for years. All right. You know, I feel like our, I mean, the whole point of doing what we do is because we're trying to rep for Asian people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I still feel like for up to this point for what we have done, we just did what we did, and then our Asianness came along with it. Yeah. Which is, you know, yeah. I think that's how it should be done, right? Yeah. Like, to expect people to give you stuff because of your ethnicity is dumb. It's like, you still have to be talented. It's just that you shouldn't have opportunities taken away from you because of your ethnicity. Yeah. So it's like, that's really what it boils down to. I just sometimes hate it when the most untalented people go, it's because I'm this. And I'm like, no, you actually suck. Oh, I know. You know what I'm saying? I it's know. like, you suck. If you mm-hmm. were good, I get it. Complain. Mm-hmm. Whatever you want. Right. But I've seen your shit. You're fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. I don't like that shit. Well, you know what, David? So you're trash. How about that? I think you're a... I am trash. <laughs> like the plastic bottles in the river of Indonesia. <laughs> <laughs> you like you like the spoken word bit? <laughs> oh, dog. That shit killed me, dude. It I'm literally... Like- I was literally dying laughing in the car listening to our own podcast. So check it out. My next sketch is going to be, you know, since I had so much fun doing that. Um, and someone was like, yo, you should do a spoken word sketch. I'm like, oh, bro, you already in my head. Because I got I got a, oh, I got such a funny concept, dog. I'll tell you guys about it. I feel like all this, all this shit I'm working on, I bring it up on here so that you guys can remind me about it. Or else I'll just fucking forget about it, right? But I have a, a concept where... <laughs> this dude's like on stage doing spoken word and he sees his like ex walk in with her new man like and at first he's like at first they come in and he's like so the positivity of life is important right he's being real like positive and he comes in she comes in he sees her and he's like okay my next poem is called dirty bitch <laughs> you dirty bitch <laughs> and he goes off into this whole shit and then uh and then uh, oh just wait i'll save i'll save the twists and turns for when i actually do it but oh it's gonna be great yeah that shit fucking had me dying laughing though some people came at me in the dms they're like what's wrong with spoken words no you lying i like i like going through dms because there's always somebody that's hurt yeah and it makes me laugh yeah because i think they're trying to write things to get me riled up mm-hmm. but you can't get me riled up over comments because <laughs> it's just comments you know so I, they're like, I've been doing spoken words for years. You don't understand like how hard it is. I was like, I do understand how hard it is. That's why we're making fun of the people who are bad. I literally <laughs> captioned it, bad spoken word, yeah, be like, like. So if you're not that person, then this shouldn't be offensive to you. Yeah. Because we just said bad spoken word. Yeah, idiot. Dude, deaf comedy jam, po- poetry jam. How fucking fire was that shit? So one of my comments um, was uh, a spoken word dude who I've followed since forever. This guy named Rafael Casal. 
That's a, first of all, that's a sick ass name. <laughs> oh, he's fucking tight God too, dog. Damn. Um, I when I used to watch Deaf Poetry Jam, uh, Deaf Poetry Jam clips, he is this, he was this white dude. He came out and he did this dope fucking piece called um, uh, Ken and Barbie 101. And it's about like beauty standards and body images and shit like this Fire. way back. It was so sick, right? And um, I ended up just like following him a long time ago. We linked up on on at the restaurant a long ass time ago. And he's one of the writers and producers of Blind Spotting, which new season premieres very soon on Stars. I'm on a couple episodes. Check that out. Blind That's Spotting amazing. on Stars. Thank you. And um, so he commented, mind you, he's been in the deaf, like he's been in the spoken word game years and years and years, right? He was like, LOL, accurate. Because <laughs> it's like, the thing that we're making fun of, just if you guys want the nuance, is that people kind of get hyped up and to do something because they think that it's cool, mm. but they don't understand how hard it is to do it. So they just imit imitate or mimic what they right. think it sounds like. And so they all have this weird cadence. <laughs> you know, it's like, you ain't got to do it like that. I literally had comments from people who were saying, dude, being someone who's doing spoken word for years... I hate when people fall into this, doing mm -hmm. this all the time, you know? It's like, they go and got your own style. You got nothing, Doug. You're just like, this is weird. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you have nothing. And they almost like, you could tell too, like, you're trying to, I'm struggling hard. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm in my uh, struggle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the part that's a little weird. But you hear people who are very genuine. You hear their personal story in their stuff. Mm -hmm. It sounds fucking dope. But they kind of take you on this journey. David, so... Maybe you should, David, sew together some different clothes. Doug, it's so good. <laughs> because you were so fat. <laughs> Shirts wouldn't fit you like that. We're gonna take a break, 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 break it down. <laughs> Syndrome. Play the drums. Okay, bye. All right. <laughs>is tim and david and if you want to listen to dudes behind the foods without ads now you can just go to dudesbehindthefoods.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one week preview of the ad free version for free you'll get ad free listening to the show you can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show too that's dudesbehindthefoods.supercast.com thanks so funny when somebody like gets mad about something that they feel like you it's like because you know it's you, <laughs> you know, oh yes because you know it's you yes if you are hurt it applies to you like the people who are good at their shit they understand what we're talking about and they mm -hmm. agree but people who are bad at it they're offended because you're you it's you <laughs> it's like if it's you it's you just cool whatever maybe they maybe they maybe you judged a talent show that they had done spoken word oh, at. Maybe. <laughs> but i've definitely Everybody who has done spoken word, I've been very vocal about it. Like, you're not going to get my vote. Wow. Because like, it's like, come on, man. Like, everybody here is having fun. They're doing all And all of a sudden, hey, the, the river. <laughs> and everybody's kind of like. And you can see, like, the claps are there, but their face is just. Or they're like, mm, yes. The river. Ooh. Vietnam. Nam best spelled backwards is man, the man who took me away from, my, you know, it's like, oh, Jesus Christ, man.
Ah, Jesus Christ. Hey, I love it though. Keep doing what you're doing. Just it's I'm still allowed to make fun of it. Just hey, do do, do keep doing keep doing your thing, you know? Keep 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 doing your, keep doing your thing. <laughs> you, you just keep keep at it. Keep your head up, keep doing your things. Keep keep doing it, man. Stay positive. Keep doing it, man. You, you are know? definitely the kid on the spectrum on the block. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool, but then he gets really annoying fast. Yeah, yo, keep, hey man, how you doing, man? How you keep, doing? Keep, 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 keep doing it. Keep you, doing it. You always have that one guy in school that was like that too. It's a little weird. You're that guy right now. I was always a, a weird boy. Did people call you weird growing up? Because I got called weird a lot growing up. I okay, <laughs> cheese and fucking Dorito chip pickle boy. Whatever the fuck that shit was. I didn't know I was weird until later on. Okay, because I just thought I was normal. Yeah, but then. Like, we were having this conversation at the dinner table the other night. I was like, sometimes now, when I interact with other human beings, I have to step outside of myself. Because mm. Mary will see it, too. Like, I'm always quiet at first and when I'm around new people. Mm-hmm. And she asked me, she goes, why are you so quiet? Like, you're actually really talkative. I'm yeah. like, because I'm assessing what I should, what I can and can't say. Mm-hmm. Because how I communicate is very different. And how my friends communicate is different from the rest of the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't realize that. <laughs> so I, when I started realizing that, I'm like, okay. I have to test jokes because mm. I can't be my 100% self because mm-hmm. only a select amount of people in my life understand me. Yeah. So she'll always see me in the beginning. I'm quiet and it looks like I'm pissed, but I'm more like I'm assessing. I go, mm-hmm. if I said this joke, would this person laugh? Yeah. If I do this, are they going to think it's offensive? How much of myself can I be? Because this is her colleagues. Yeah. Right. If it's just me, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for now, I'm just like, okay, cool. Throw out a little joke here oh they're laughing yeah i was like oh because i'm weird like yeah, i'm yeah. fucking weird i so i used to do the same thing right almost like a little uh lip lipness lipness test mm-hmm. to see who can hang who can handle it right um especially when it's around people that like you feel like you'll you'll never like are these people going to be friends for a long time or are these just fucking i'm just hanging out for the night and i used to be like let me let me let me be careful of what i say but now i feel like man since I even, I re- I'm rarely out, and I'm like, if I'm out, like, fuck it, man. You either can handle it or you can't, right? Because mm-hmm. I know that I'm funny. So I'm like, the shit I'm saying, if you can't rock with it, bro, then you're just whack to me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I just let it fly. I let the weird fly nowadays because I'm like, man, fuck you if you can't handle it, bro. No, I was uh, we were at this uh, barbecue spot, APL, uh, Adam Perry Lang. Fucking love his shit, man. Mm-hmm. You guys already know I love it. Wow, get off his dick, dude. I can't. I've been sucking it all day. No pause. <laughs> no pause. <laughs> Play on that shit. <laughs> Play on it, literal. Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> so, like, we were eating barbecue, and there was this other guy. He was like, Saul, I don't really know him. Mm-hmm. But I'm just being myself, saying, like, the shit, shit that I say. And this guy was, like, dying laughing, but he was like this, like, kind of shocked the stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I had to stop and I looked at him. I was like, Oh, that's right. We never met. Mm. <laughs> and so I asked him, I was like, what are you thinking when I say this stuff? He goes, you're fucking crazy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He goes, you're fucking, I was like, oh, you're a normal person. Right. And mostly that's what people think when we say things. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. I get it. I yeah. definitely get a lot of like laughs and like, this guy's crazy. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you're not like me and the homies, right? Like, you know. Um, and I consider you one of the homies, um, but you've also been around me and my OG crew, right? Like I've, I've, you know, goofy. we're just all a bunch of goofy, fucking goofballs, fucking man. say dumbass like shit together, right? There's like literally like four of him in one room. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, we're all, we all were, are just going sometimes laughing at all the most ridiculous shit, sometimes trying to one up each other. So you forget when you're around people that can't handle it. They're like, oh, this is, this is wild to them and i like i think i really started coming into myself even more as we, you know as we get older mm-hmm. so i'll go back to sacramento and then i'll hang out with all the old friends and they're just like 
damn, I forgot how nuts you are. <laughs> you know? I'm like, oh, that's right. Like, especially because when you're around other like goofy ass people, mm-hmm. you just be saying some stupid shit. Mm-hmm. Just you throw shit at the wall and see what fucking happens and there's no judgment. I love that. Yeah, and then you go back to like a normal group of people and then I'm like, oh, I got to push it down maybe a little bit. And you're like, and I'm for me, it's like, oh, this is why I don't have a lot of friends. <laughs> like real friends. Yeah, we got like our small homie homies, mm-hmm. you know? Because, you know, like, yeah, okay, I'm good with people if I need to be, right? I know how to people. fucking play the crowd, read the room. I just follow his suit. <laughs> Every time we go out, I'm like, let me just follow what this guy does. Uh, well, I'm at the point now where like not only do, like like I said, I, I, I don't um, hold back. But sometimes if I can tell there's a lame in the group, I try to kick it up to make mm. them a little uncomfortable because that makes me laugh. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Not to the point where they're feeling like, oh, okay, this person is like being rude, but I like to just throw shit out there and I like to watch their uncomfortable face. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mariel says happy. like one of my best skills that I have, she goes, when somebody does something that I really dislike, like let's say we're in a group setting, right? Mm-hmm. And there's somebody being very weird. It's like you have a very f- easy way of shutting somebody up without making it awkward. Mm. I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, well, you make fun of them, but you somehow make them laugh Mm. and then you make everybody laugh and that person feels weird so they stop doing it. (laughs) (laughs) So for example, there was a guy, uh, we were at a wedding and this dude comes up. We were just talking about Mm Chick-fil-A, right? And this fool, out of nowhere, in this conversation of us just talking about food, Mm. because we were drunk, right? I was like, oh, dude, there's a Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A's fire. He goes, you like Chick-fil-A? They fucking hate gay people. Are you a bigot or something? And then at the whole table's awkward, right? I look at him. I was like, you don't have friends. Nobody likes you. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you know, and then everybody starts laughing. He goes, well, I'm saying they hate gay people. Well, guess what? Gay people hate chickens too, all right? So I just started saying stupid shit. Yeah. And everybody's laughing and then he just shuts up. Yeah. Because he's going to call me an idiot. Yeah. But it's like, it's harsh but goofy enough where people can laugh. Well, what if he was gay? Huh? He is not because he's married to my friend. <laughs> oh, well, what if he's closeted? <laughs> well, guess what? Get out the fucking closet, <laughs> idiot. <laughs> Which is like, people like that too. It's like, what are you doing here? We're all having a fun time. Why'd right. you do that? Yeah. What's the point? What was the point? We're at a wedding. We're all drinking bottles of Hennessy what you fucking hate gay people and I thought he was joking but he was dead serious it's like have you seen that SNL skit uh, Debbie Downer no oh it's so good dog so there's this old SNL skit uh, played by Rachel Dratch do you remember her she's played really weird characters and there's one classic skit I'll send it to you where everyone's at Disneyland right (laughs) and it'll be shit like um, oh man the hot dog the hot dogs here is so good at Disneyland oh man I had three and then it'll zoom up on her and she'll be like you know, hot dogs actually are the highest cause of heart disease in America. And then it'll go, womp, womp. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, oh, thanks, Debbie. Can I tell you something? <laughs> there was, I have only laughed super hard at one SNL in the recent years mm. from one sketch. Mm. And I'm pretty sure you saw it. I think everybody saw it. It was mm-hmm. the one with Pedro Pascal with the dry steak. Oh, 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 yes. Yo. Where the table was moving. Bro. Why is that literally the funniest SNL sketch I've ever seen in my <laughs> life? I remember watching and being like, who the fuck <laughs> came up with this and thought it could be a whole skit, but it's so funny. When I watched it, I actually didn't get the joke until like two minutes in. And I was like, wait, I don't get this. Wow, you're slow. And then right when I got it, bro, busting up laughing. I was like, why is it? I was like, oh my God, I know why. Because it's so stupid. It's so dumb. I'm overthinking the joke. Nah. And then when I realized what the joke was about, I couldn't stop laughing. Dude. Yeah. Because it's so dumb. But they did that for like seven minutes. I know. SNL, you know, SNL's hit or miss, but it's... um. But it's, like, so much that they have to do, right? Yeah. It's, like, I try to be pretty forgiving of SNL. Like, granted, they got some fucking 
bombs, like some terrible shit. But then they got the occasional banger, right? But it's like, I always try to tell myself, you know what? They got to put out hour and a half live show every week. It's got to be difficult, you know? Oh, and they're writing their own sketches. They're like their own mm. writers and stuff. They have to think of like smart shit all the time. Yeah. I think SNL is a very, very hard job. Have you ever done improv? Yes. Mm, how'd you like it? Um, I feel like I'm okay at it, right? Mm. Like I've seen people who do improv that are really fucking good mm -hmm. where I'm like, they have zero inhibitions so mm. they can play on anything, right? Yeah. And we've we've done improv ourselves, like your show. Mm -hmm. We just went on stage and we were just cracking jokes mm -hmm. and it's something that's in our wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun, yeah. but it's hard. It is fucking hard. Yeah, so I'm pretty great at it. And um, I just... <laughs> Well, I'll tell you. So I haven't like joined any actual improv groups or anything like that. But <laughs> for those of you listening, David pretended to stab himself in the eyes. And also now he's breaking the chopsticks up that we have on the table. This is actually a very great physical bit uh, for an improvisational scene. Um, now we're going to get a, a, city, a city from the audience. Uh, give us a city and a, uh, well, what's your favorite food, okay? But, uh, Ho Chi Minh and baguettes. <laughs> so I, I did an improv class at Cerritos College. I'm waterboarding myself. <laughs> <laughs> it was me, PD Flo, Eric. We all took improv class at Cerritos. And yes. um, so fun. And this was a fucking like two and a half hour long class. We would just go do scenes, play games. Super fun, right? And, um, and just to... Um, Talk my own shit real quick for a second. Uh, I remember, like, yeah, I was I was decent at it, right? And our our instructor, this guy named Forrest, <laughs> one time, he was talking about, like, because we had, as a final project, we had to put on a show, an actual improv show in front of, like, an actual audience, right? And fucking um, Eric was like, oh, Forrest, um, Tim can't come to the show. He can't make it. And Forrest, like, was like, like, what? What? Because... Everyone else was trash, and I was the best in the class. But I say all that to say, um, one time, P.D. Flo, if we're talking about people who analyze comedy too much, right? P.D. Flo is up there fucking bullshitting, being stupid, right? And he loves to just, like, constantly repeat something that's so dumb. Um, and you've heard of the rule of thirds, mm -hmm. yeah? Mm -hmm. Where, like, you know, you... You say something one time, maybe it's a little weird. You say it the second time, it's a little annoying. Third time, it's fucking hilarious, for whatever reason. And... Peter was just up there bullshit, being stupid. And this guy came up to him afterwards like, oh, I see what you did there with the, you did the rule of thirds and blah, blah, blah. And Peter's like, dude, I was just, I was just being stupid. Shut yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> Peter's like, I was literally just repeating myself till it was funny. You know what I'm saying? But some people, you know, really break it down. And I'll know? be 100% honest with you. And, you know, people understand. Those people are always the most unfunny people ever. I know. Because they're, they're not naturally funny and they're trying to figure out what funny is. Yeah. And it's just, you can't. That's why I, I truly, truly 100% don't believe in comedy schools. Mm. Like they have these like comedy courses on how to do stand-up. Trash. You don't think it helps? It helps people like form, like when they try to do stand-up, right? Like form like how to perform certain things, mm. right? But comedy is inherently something that you're born with mm. or like somebody had, had to teach you at an early age, mm. right? So when you try, you could tell, it just, it'll always forever sound like somebody's trying to be funny mm. because they just don't understand what funny is. Yeah. And- <clears throat> it happens to a lot of people. Mm. And 
that's the sad part. Like you'll see this person, I was like, oh, you're really, you're trying so hard to be funny. Mm -hmm. And not even like me dissing them. It's just like, I just, that's what I believe in comedy. Like I know some of the funniest fucking people and they're not stand-up comics just because they're funny. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like you said, right? It's like, you can learn so much, but uh, like something that I think that a lot of people will say you can't teach is uh, timing, which is so important yes, yes, yes. in comedy. Um, and I mean- when you're going so textbook with it, right? Uh, like you said, you can kind of feel it, you know? I think for somebody who's already funny. Doing that? And great. never done stand-up before, <clears throat> classes would help. Because there is a structure that, um, you know, I feel like works. There's a formula. That was my biggest critique of, uh, of Aziz and Zari. Like, mm. Aziz's new stand-up is infinitely funnier than all of his stuff in the past. Because mm. now Aziz is just up there talking his shit, mm. and it's just funny. Before Aziz, if you watch any of old uh, Aziz's old stand-up, he was so formulaic. It was boring as shit. Mm. He would go, joke in the beginning, mm. story in the middle, right back to the first joke. Mm. And then he'll start another one. Joke in the beginning, story in the middle. He, would, he did it through all of his stand I'm like, and I was watching it with a friend of mine. I was like, watch. He said that joke is going to come back in about five minutes. Mm. And he was like, wait, how'd you know that? Because he's doing a formula mm. for every one of his stand-ups. And then his new shit, fuck all that. He's yeah. just talking his shit. Yeah. He's inherently just funny. You know, I think um, what probably really changed that um, is like watching some Chappelle shit nowadays. Because Chappelle, he's just talking his shit. He's just talking his shit sometimes to the point where sometimes you're like, am I even watching a stand up special? Mm -hmm. You know, because he's just talking his shit. And like, yes, Chappelle has very good, like, even when he's just talking his shit, he will still do the um, uh, bring it back close out with one of those like uh kicked her in the pussy is one yeah. of my favorites the way he does that but um yeah man i think in terms of formula he's so good at just like you know you don't you never really know what he's going to be talking exactly. about you know that people are just getting better at like i think like our for some reason the our favorite comedians are the ones that sound like they're just talking to you yeah. like they're just like that funny dude in the group that's always the best that's like when i hear when i go to stand-up shows like sometimes i'm just like they're like oh did you find that person funny i was like they're funny it's just like i've I'm laughing, but if you're asking me if I think that they're like the best stand-up comic, probably not because I've seen this joke a million times over. Mm -hmm. And it's not a bad thing, mm -hmm. but obviously because not everybody's going to be a Chappelle. Not everybody's going to be, oh, did, did you a David So. No, 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 not me. I'm not. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I wish. But um, like Chris Rock, you see his recent special? I laughed Dog, it was a lot. fucking funny as shit. Um, you know, social media would have had me believe that it, wasn't, it, it good. wasn't good but i literally i laughed very hard many times i watched it twice because i missed so many jokes because he had so many jokes yeah and you know why it was good because i think like after so many years he was just doing the same shit over and over mm. now he has some shit to some talk. new shit oh god it was he was saying some fucking relatable funny ass shit you dog. know what arguably like the will smith shit was probably the least funny to me out of that special yeah that was whatever yeah yeah the whole and that was only towards the end even like, I'll tell you what, man, I'm just going to, my favorite, what had me cracking up kind of half, like early into it, was when he was just talking about how Elon Musk probably has no cum. Yeah. Him saying Elon Musk cum so many times had me like lolling, <laughs> laughing out loud. I thought it was so stupid, but so funny. Um, yeah, man, I thought it was a great special. It just felt like genuine and just raw. And I feel like that's what he needed. Right. You know what I'm saying? 
like even the shit that he was talking about, like just relationship stuff. Like he was talking about him, like his divorce. <laughs> There's a lot of raw shit in there that just didn't sound like straight stand up. It was just this is some funny shit. Man. You know, it was so fucking like I think the audience didn't even know how to react when he's like, "Look, I'm a hundred percent pro choice, but y'all are killing babies." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, make no mistake, you're killing babies. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He was like, he was like, I said kill them up to their four. I was fucking dying. That was dude. great. Yeah. His whole bit, because you know, you kind of feel like, oh, I can't make jokes about abortion, but the way he did it was like so good. You yeah, know? and then you you get when I saw that, I was reminded of how great he is. And I didn't, and I forgot for a long time because his last special tambourine wasn't that good. Mm. And I was like, oh, maybe I didn't realize he wasn't that great of a comic as I thought he was. Mm. And then he he had some heat with him. I'm like, that's why Chris Rock is dope. People were tripping. They're like, ooh, it wasn't even, you're lying. That was good. I loved it. So fucking good. We're gonna Google Chris Rock nudes and we'll be right back. said bitch so many times over and over uh, when he was talking about the Will Smith yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I was like, God, this was going in. I was, I was like, ew, he's being mean. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, going fucking in, dude. He like, a bitch. Everyone called him a bitch. Let's say I called him a bitch. I was like, yo. He was naming every, he was like, Jay-Z called him a bitch. Barack <laughs> Obama called him a bitch. I don't know, he was saying a bunch of shit. Uh, you, you don't do stand up anymore, right? Uh, I do every now and then if I get the, if I get the urge the for it. itch, yeah. I just go out, get a slot, and then I'll work some shit out. And like, here's the thing, like, I'm not tooting my own horn, mm-hmm. but because I've did it, done it for so long, like, I was scared. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I hadn't done it since pandemic or whatever, mm-hmm. but, you know, I told the story on the podcast of my buddy Jason Cheney, funny stand-up comic, one of my favorites, actually, mm-hmm. friend of mine, he ambushed me. Mm. He takes so. I said, I'm going to go see him at a club. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I want to see you do work. And he was all right, cool, come out. And then all of a sudden I see this, yeah, I get a text message and I'm driving with my buddy Pat, another stand-up comic buddy mm-hmm. of mine. And Pat's laughing his ass off. I'm like, what's up? He goes, so you're performing tonight. I was like, no, we're just going to go watch Jason. He mm-hmm. goes, well, your face is on the marquee. What? I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he sees me like freaking out. I haven't done stand-up written material in ages. And I'm sitting here just freaking out. And I see Jason. He goes, he's like this. Welcome, superstar. And my name and my fucking face is on the screen. Oh, my God. I freak the fuck out. <laughs> I'm I'm sweating profusely. I have anxiety. Yeah. Right. And no matter how long I've been doing stand up, anytime before I perform, I get I freak out a little bit on the inside. You know, mm-hmm. I'm pretty calm about it. But I start getting pissed. And after a while, he looks at me. He goes, hey, if you don't want to do it, you don't have to. Like, and I'm talking to the club owner. He's like, so I heard he. You know, ambushed you. He's like, you don't have to do it. But look, if you want five minutes, we'll just give you five minutes. Yeah. Don't. He's like, no pressure. Don't worry about it. Like, you're you're always welcome back. Amazing club owner. Like, mm-hmm. I really appreciate that he did that. But I had this inner monologue in my head. I'm like, what are you a bitch? Yeah. It's like you've been doing this shit for years. You, it doesn't matter if you don't have anything said. Just go up there and talk your shit. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I'm still not gonna do it. I have one beer. I <laughs> smash it back. I'm like, I could do this. <laughs> <laughs> changed my mind quick. I was yeah. like, the fuck? I've been doing this shit since I was 16. Hell yeah. I go up. I don't remember anything that I said. <laughs> I come back and I look and I felt terrible. So mm. I thought I thought I did really bad. And then my buddy Jason and Pat's like, dude, you fucking killed it. Mm-hmm. Like, 
You did fucking great. And I didn't know that this room is like notoriously really hard to get people to laugh. Oh, what? Because there's only like 50 people in the room. Mm. And it's 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 like a burlesque show at the same time. Oh, what? Yeah, it's weird. So they're like, dude, if you got people to laugh in this small room, it means you're funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes like, I honestly was shocked because you said you haven't done it in years. Mm. But he's like, it looks like you haven't skipped a beat. I'm not saying that I'm amazing, yeah, but yeah, I have yeah. a little skill left. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's I mean, dope. You, so I was like, okay, it made me feel... I'll tell you what that did for me personally. It was like, sometimes I think that I'm not funny because I gained an audience and people were just laughing just to laugh. Right. So, you know, I feel like I'm I'm fake. Like, mm. I'm not good at this shit, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But then when you make a group of 50 people who have never seen you in your life laugh, you go, wait, I do have something. Yeah. I'm not amazing, but I have something. So that inner monologue of, are you a bitch, is what gets me through 90% of life. You know what I'm saying? Because I was like, man, you ain't no bitch. Man, don't be a bitch. You ain't no bitch. And like, so... I've never, I've done like one open mic night, right? And it was decent. Had a couple jokes that didn't land, had a couple jokes that did land. That's how it is. And I, um, to this day, I'll think of something and I'm like, this wouldn't work for a YouTube sketch, but I'm like, this would work for stand up. I have like a notepad of, of things jotted down. And um, I'm always kind of like, well, let me test it out just for funsies, you know but, what I'm saying? And this is what they were telling me too. Like, it was like, you haven't done stand up in so long. Like, you forget, like, not everything is supposed to land. Mm. You're gonna, you forgot you have to work your material. You know, and they kind of called me out like I was scared because mm -hmm. I, I'm scared that I'm not going to be funny anymore if I see somebody who isn't a part of my audience. Mm -hmm. And he goes, like, you don't have to worry about that. Like, you're fucking funny. Just go out there. And if you bomb, you bomb. He goes, I go on this stage every week and half the time I bomb. It's like, it just is what it is. <clears throat> That's the thing, too. It's like, if I was to do it, I would not want to do a, hey, y'all. My, hey, my followers, come watch. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I would want to go to a, do a fucking open mic night where no one really knew who I was just to but test you, it out. you've done like stand-up in a small sense when we were doing those live game shows. Those improv shows, that, yeah. That was stand-up, what you were doing. Right. And it we, was stand-up. And it was great. We, we killed that. We killed it. Yeah. That was, we were doing stand-up, right? And like, uh, you know, Khalif came out and that was the first time Khalif actually got to see me perform on stage. Mm. And then like Khalif was like, oh shit, you're good. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I've been doing this for a long time because mm -hmm. nobody ever gets to see me perform live because I just stopped doing it. Right, right, right. Obviously, because we went to film, we went to TV, we did other things. Mm -hmm. But sometimes I miss it. Because YouTube was paying better. A lot better. <laughs> like, not night and day yeah. difference. You know what I mean? So, Kev on stage has his um, his his show that he puts on, um, Keep Your Distance Comedy. And I always kind of joke with Kev. I'm like, Kev, one day I'm going to pull up and just practice, like, five minutes of material, you know? And he's always like, Tim, I would love for you to come. I'm like, all right, man, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. Keep Your Distance is kind of tough, though. Because the crowd is so small and like mm -hmm. the the way that it's set up, it doesn't like rooms and crowds matter a lot. Mm -hmm. So like people feed off of other people's energy. Mm -hmm. Like keep your distance is difficult because it's like an open space. Yeah. And like open space comedy is hard, dude. Mm -hmm. Like it's just not the same. doesn't have the same vibe. People aren't feeling it the same way. Mm -hmm. And then you're like performing to like a very thin crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's a challenge. I'm going to see what's up. Uh, dude, I think you'll do fine. Or maybe I never will. I mean, you can or not. It doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> like right now, I'm trying to like, I, I'll, like the biggest thing this year is that I want to do a comedy tour. Right? Oh, really? I just want to do my quick, it's been a while since we've done like a 45 minute set. Mm. 
And like Bart and Joe too, years ago, they saw me do a 45 minutes and they'd never seen me do stand-up. Mm. And I've always talked about stand-up, right? And I said, I've done it for a long time. And that's what the first time Joe was like, oh shit, like you've been doing this. I'm like, yeah, man, it, this was like my dream as a kid. I just wanted to be a stand-up comic. Mm. So I was out there since I was 16, fake ID going into clubs. Cause I looked like this when I was like 12. Mm -hmm. So I was going in performing at these like clubs. It didn't fucking matter. Mm. And I did bad at first, but I did it since I was 16 cause I wanted to be the biggest stand-up comic ever. Mm. And then YouTube came around and I fell in love with YouTube. Right. You know, and then YouTube was like everything to me. Mm -hmm. And then it was like TV and I wanted to get into Sundance. And mm -hmm. then that happened. Then I wanted to do food. But now I'm like, oh, maybe I should just try stand-up again. It's been like like six, seven years. Like, give it a go. Well, let me tell you this, dog. That's great because, well, look, I can't do it right now because, you know, babies and shit. Yeah. But let me tell you this. What I've been contemplating doing, which would be easy, right? You are a stand-up comic homie that can do longer sets. Me... I don't do longer sets because I've never done this shit before. But yes, I have like five to ten minutes of like bullshit material. What I've been debating doing for a minute is inviting my stand-up homies for a, a travel-y, tour -y type thing. Handful of us. I'm going to just introduce y'all. Um, do a little bit of my shit. Have everybody come up, do their shit. And I'd be easy bag, bro. We could No, it's, it's <laughs> real fun. And listen, yeah. thing too, like... 10 minutes is easier than five. Five is hard. Yeah, yeah. Because you have to somehow get people engaged in a short amount of time to hit the punchline. Mm -hmm. So if you ever wanted to do it, I suggest you do a 10 minute versus a five. Because a five is really hard, in my personal opinion. Yeah, yeah. So 10 minutes, because you get to talk a little bit, warm mm -hmm. the crowd up, and then you could hit them with something. With five minutes, you got to be funny fast. What if I just come out and like spread my butthole open? Then guess what? OnlyFans is, is a lot of money as well. Mm. You could really do it. A hundred percent. I ever tell you about this uh, <laughs> this magician I saw with uh, where's this going? <laughs> I'll tell you right now. Right. So <laughs> I went and saw this like little underground show one time, and there was this magician. He was dope. He was funny, and he was like he was making jokes, and he was doing little tricks, right? <laughs> so he kept saying through his whole shit, he's like, "Watch, guys, I'm gonna be the the like the best magician you've ever seen. Watch." He's like, "I'm the best, right?" <laughs> and then so he does his trick. You know, regular shit has somebody write their name on a card. It was like, I don't know. He's like, yeah, let me see your card. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Show the crowd. It was like an eight of diamonds, whatever the fuck. She wrote her name on it. Cheryl, whatever it was, right? So blah, blah, blah. He's doing other shit. And then all of a sudden, as he's closing his act up, he starts taking his pants off. He's undoing his belt. He's just talking. Thank you guys for coming out. Blah, blah, blah. Turns around, bends over. <laughs> Pulls his pants down, <laughs> reaches into his butt crack, pulls out a little folded up card, opens it up, fucking Cheryl written on eight, eight of hearts. And he's like, I'm going to be fucking famous. And then he runs off. <laughs> and it's one of the best tricks I've ever seen. <laughs> and that's how he closed his shit. Open his butt, pull out a card. I'm going to be fucking famous. <laughs> and just, just left. <laughs> and everyone was like, yeah! <laughs> so dumb, dog. Oh, my God. I'll tell you, that's like Kermit the Frog fucking dick showing funny. They're so stupid. I don't remember his name, but he was he was awesome. All right, somebody in the comments below, please find that video so I can watch that shit. That's hilarious. <sighs> well, um, that wraps up this episode. No, let's keep talking. <laughs> So my wife has given birth probably at this point. <laughs> no, let's keep talking. I feel a little red. I think uh, this thing is hitting a little bit. Let me tell you something. I'm a, I'm a little crazy. I feel a little hot. I'm a little hot right now too. Oh, God.
Well, my wife is at this point. I think we've had the baby by now. Damn. I still can't believe that shit, man. Okay. By the way, here's a little side story. I've been trying to make this fool's wife uh, cinnamon buns for the past two weeks. <laughs> and it turns out I can't bake for shit. <laughs> and I have lost a lot of sleep trying to make cinnamon buns. For, look, because as much as I hate you, I fucking love her. <laughs> right? So when she asks for food, I'm going to fucking make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I refuse to give her anything bad. So I've thrown out pounds <laughs> of fucking cinnamon buns. Terrible. Cinnamon buns? Cinnamon buns. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little tree. I, I threw out pounds of cinnamon buns. I threw out pounds of the cinnamon buns. <laughs> There's so many cinnamon buns. Go. And I just been, I got so pissed. I needed a win. Mm -hmm. So I hit up my, my baker buddy. I was like, yo, how do I make cinnamon buns? Yeah. And he started telling me all this stuff, like how to t test for the dough. Mm. He goes, do you bake? I was like, I've never baked before. He goes, then you don't make cinnamon buns. Oh, <laughs> goes, it's like that? He goes, you go try something easier. Do cheesecake. Oh, shit. And let me tell you something. Fuck you. Cheesecake is not as easy as <laughs> I just, I'm learning things about baking. And I I'm, I had this weird set of my personality where I, I have to get it right. Yeah, 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 yeah. If yeah. it's not right, I will do it. I've been baking cheesecakes for three days. <laughs> I, I I made a cheesecake for Chia mm -hmm. and uh, our buddy Anna. And I just split the, the, the thing in half. So I gave her, uh, Chia the other half. Mm -hmm. This one is like, it's good. It's not great. But okay. it's good enough where I could give it to her. And you made it without cheese for me, right? Tim, there's extra cheese for you. Okay, cool. So hopefully she <laughs> enjoys it and you enjoy it and then Veda and then also uh, the, the parents-in-law enjoy it. Put four pieces in there. Well, thank you, man. I, I appreciate that. She's been telling me every day, fucking David says he's going to cook me all this food. He never fucking does it. I keep telling her you're not getting bad food. You're only getting good food. If I don't like it, how dare you? I've been in this kitchen for fucking two weeks. <laughs> It's been hard. Well, good. We'll need it because, you know, we got now with this hyper little Veda running around and uh, the new baby. It's like that first three months, man, when y'all first have kids, bro, crazy. you don't sleep. It's oh, like you, you don't sleep, especially since like. So the, here's a, here's another reason why you don't really sleep when you when you have a child uh, at first is because they'll say that when the baby leaves the hospital, it'll kind of automatically just lose weight. Um, I forget why. But so Veda, Veda was a, a smaller baby. So we had to wake her up every two and a half hours to feed her. So it's like, even if the baby fucking wants to sleep six hours, you have to wake it up. So you have to wake up. So you're waking up every two hours to feed your malnourished baby. <laughs> to, oh, I have to make no sure idea. It gets like either back to the weight when it was born in the hospital or like it's, you know, average weight. So you're constantly waking up, waking up the baby, feeding it. You know, this is like for the first like month or so, you know, something like that. So it's like, it's just a lot. It's, it's a very sleepy. We having one baby, that's it. <laughs> we ain't doing no two babies. We got one one little baby running around and they just gonna have fucking cousins. <sighs> yeah. And then Chia can't do shit because, you know, her vagina's gonna be healing up. And, you oh, know. that shit gonna tear that shit in half. Oh, man. And she already be sleepy all the time anyways. She's a sleepy ass girl. Very tired, sleepy woman, you know. Uh, but, uh, you know. Leave him on the floor. Chia is also, well, uh, she's all about her uh, epidural life. She was like, yo, give me that fucking epidural. I don't understand why any woman wouldn't want it. Like, you're going through a lot of pain. Just fucking take it. I guess they want to feel what it is to be peak womanhood, you nah, know? Nah, it's okay. Yeah, Chia was like, fuck that shit. Give yeah. me that shit ASAP. And she, she said, she, uh, one more? You know, Chia has said that she wants four. At least. We'll see how she feels. After this one. After this one. Man, I say this. Two's good, dude. I, look, I think one is good. Yeah. <laughs> nah. 
<laughs> hey, you grew up as an only child and you liked it. I I had a great time. Yeah, you're um, you're, you're one of the ones that like you're like hey. Ain't no problem here. Apparently, siblings are a great experience, uh, depending on who you ask. I loved my life as an only child. I also, you know, my bestest homies now, I feel like those are my brothers, you mm-hmm. know. Um, I also didn't have to share shit growing up. So, huh, <laughs> 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 how about that? And you were just the popular guy. <laughs> Everybody loved you. And Mrs. Hargrove in fifth grade tell me, told me I was a very well-adjusted only child. She said she could not tell I was an only child from talking to me. So, Well, guess what my friends told me. They're what? like, I'm surprised you're not an only child. Hmm. <laughs> Spoiled, entitled, little greedy motherfucker. <laughs> little fuck. <laughs> and guess what? I have an older brother. So in your and face. Do you like him? Yeah, we get along perfectly fine. He, he, he's very different from me, though. Mm-hmm. When, when I talk to him, I'm like, oh, shit, I'm fucking weird. Mm. Like, you can tell he's like the more sensible one. Like, he's he thinks about how other people feel before he opens his mouth. Ah, weird. And like, for me, I've I've realized this year trying, and I was very serious when I talked about this on the podcast where I said, I'm going to try to be the version of the kindest person that people perceive to be a kind person, right? Okay. But then I started realizing it started stressing me out. <laughs> so I don't do it anymore. Well, what's his sign? Uh, he was born on Cinco de Mayo. May 5th Zodiac sign. He's a Taurus. Oh, really? What is What do Tauruses mean? Tauruses are very, um, like, the common positive traits are um, down to earth. They're very, like, generous and kind. And then the negative traits are they tend to be very stubborn and, like, hard-headed in that way. Because the Taurus is the bull. That's their sign. So it's very, like, um, argumentative in that regard. They dig their heels in. Um, but they they are very, like, grounded. Wait, then what's Aries then? I thought that was an Aries trait. Aries is the ram. Oh, so oh, same oh. shit, like in terms of stubbornness, but I don't oh, know what oh. the positive ones are. Okay. I don't know what your positive traits are, to be honest. <laughs> you are a dummy. Wow, dude. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Boom roasted. You are a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's obvious. So duh, me, duh, me. <laughs> Whoa. Hey, real quick before we end this thing, you know, what's confusing trying to teach a baby me and you. Oh, I was like spoken word. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Trying to teach a baby. <laughs> me and you, you and me. Who are we? <laughs> playing my Wii, playing games. That's Nintendo. So- I have ten dough. A deer. <laughs> a female deer. A female dog, which is your mother. Whoa. Bitch. Bitch, 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 Chris Rock. <laughs> Move, bitch, get out the, the way. way. This is ludicrous. <laughs> Are you taking a piss <laughs> on me, Brit in British? Whoa, I am new to this. <laughs> dis, dis, disown me. <laughs> oh, that's good. Hey, we did fucking in tandem spoken word. Wow. Dog, that's some next level shit. Whoa, next level shit. Like I'm pooping on an elevator. Double decker. Wow. Taco Bell gives me diarrhea. (laughs) Diarrhea. Diarrhea. Rhea. Establish my feelings for my. (laughs) Fire. Fire like the sauce that I get in my bag from Taco Bell. You talk so well. 
<laughs> sing that song, ring my bell. Whoa, 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 horsey. <laughs> <laughs> I said no, no, nay, horsey. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Well. Well, well, well. This <laughs> keeps going. <laughs> keeps going like the well of truth. Flip a coin, make a wish. Make a wish. Foundation, cause I'm dying, we're all dead. Whoa, foundation like the fake makeup I put on my face to cover my emotions. To hide my scars, Lion King betrayal. Whoa, betrayal, the trail that I am hiking on. Are you hiking? Are you a, are you hiking? <laughs> Your crown is falling. What are you chewing on? My crown, it cracked. My king has died. Whoa. Game of Thrones. So alone, your crown has cracked. Your crown has crack. Lay <laughs> off the drugs. <laughs> this goes on for an hour. <laughs> Wow, that was, that was great. Uh, Honestly, that was pretty fire, dog. <laughs> we, we, had some, we had some little banger lines in there. Wow. Okay, well, uh, all right, man. Thanks for watching the dudes behind the foods. <laughs> See y'all next time. I think we're drunk. Yeah. Right, <laughs> Thanks for watching. Make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe. All that bullshit. I'm Tim Sean, the wrong suit. And I'm David So. David So. Okay, bye. Yo, it's the dudes behind the food. Dude.